Welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today, my guest is Moira Lethbridge. Now, Moira is a Master of Education, has 25 years of organizational experience, and has a lot of success in helping individuals, individuals and companies increase their productivity and improve their performance. She works with business owners, executives, and individuals to help them grow their business, do more of what they enjoy, which includes helping them balance health, well-being, and productivity. For the last 10 years, Moira has successfully coached CEOs, entrepreneurs, and professionals and groups to gain clarity and learn the skills that lead to consistent high performance, which helps them rise to that, that next level in their career. Previously, Moira was president and CEO of a professional services firm, which she grew from five to 200 employees and increased the revenue from 3 million to 35 million. Now that's no mean feat. At the same time, Moore was also named one of Smart CEO Magazine's Smart 100 in the Washington DC area for three years running. Welcome, Moira. Oh, thank you, Ross. I'm really delighted to be here. So I, I was reading this out. I was looking at um, you help uh, executives balance their health, well-being, and productivity. Now everyone wants that balance. How do you, and but where they falter is the discipline. How do you? What's your secret elixir to to get them to be really working on that balance? Yeah, well, I help them smoke out the unconscious thoughts and beliefs that are driving that. Oh. And um, m most of us. Well, here's here's why. When you get really clear on what's driving you, yeah. uh, then you can have choices. And from those choices, you can make changes. So if you believe that our thoughts and beliefs create our experiences, then you can, if you change them, then we can have different experiences. We can yeah. have amazing lives. Mm -hmm. The problem is that most of the people I work with don't even know what thoughts and beliefs get in the way, let alone how to change them. Oh, yeah. And the impact is significant, you know, overworking, over-functioning, neglecting our health. Uh, and what I discovered is that uh, digging into these, these unconscious thoughts and beliefs is that everything in my life, my achievements, my lifestyle, my relationships, mm -hmm. my health is based on those thoughts and beliefs. <clears throat> and I recognize that I do have a choice in everything, but some of those thoughts and beliefs were blocking my choices and that I learned how to change them so that I could build a life and a business that I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let me give you an example of how I help people do that. First of all, I give them permission to want what they want. Want what they want. Right. Yeah. No, no constraints on time or money. Where do you want to be a year from now? And mm. when they write, they write themselves a letter dated a year from now. And, and what comes back is this clarity about most people want to have time to balance, yeah. time to take care of themselves, time with their family or friends, time to make an impact in the workplace. So then what gets in the way of, of achieving this is I am what I do, how much I make, how much mm. I weigh, how clean my house is, on and on and on. Uh, Those are the yeah. unconscious beliefs driving. I have to work, uh, you know, the scarcity thinking. 
So from there, then I help them make the choices. And we actually sit down and we calendar out, when are you <laughs> going to exercise? Yes. Yeah. When are you going to spend time? How, what choices are you making between your child's uh, basketball game and going to that extra, that next conference? <clears throat> That's when the saying, show me your calendar and I'll tell you what's important to you. Uh, That's where the rubber hits yeah, the road. Yeah. So in, in essence, like the way you're speaking there, it's like you're really getting in touch with their inner self, not what they think they're just playing that whatever they got to do to survive in their job and be the best, mm -hmm. have the nicest house in the street, whatever it is, it's all in the head. The heart's really what I really want. So that's what you're yes. trying to do, isn't it? Where they connect yes. with that themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I call it their inner operating system. Inner operating system. Yes. Yes. <laughs> when they, when they get clarity on what's important, their values, right? Top three values. Uh, but what's important is usually how do I how do I choose me when everybody else is saying this is what success looks like? Yeah, yeah. So I'm playing the other people's version of success, not my own. Right, and it comes from. I mean, we get programmed early. We look around society and and then what our family and schools and everything, and that's what the whole point about. Um, are you limiting your choices unconsciously? And so that inner operating system is that that's that phrase to thine own self be true. How do you do that so that you're not sacrificing your health and well-being in order to succeed? Mm -hmm. And how do you navigate to a place where you are appreciated for the contributions, but it's all about those choices that you're making intentionally? Yeah. And and what I joke about with my clients is clarity can be confronting. <laughs> yes, it takes a lot of strength and it makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's where the growth is. Yeah, that's where the growth is. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's it's uh, to me good. The good leaders are really comfortable being uncomfortable if they accept that going into that taking the taking the tough choice makes them feel a bit uneasy but they're okay because they know that that's what they've got to do rather than I'll just do what someone or everyone else reckons. I'll just follow the worn path. I call it grounded confidence, what grounded you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's components in here. It's a skill set. Grounded confidence includes tolerating discomfort. If I can get people to tolerate, because it's usually <laughs> embracing <laughs> their, their now. It's right. never good. It's uncomfortable, but yeah, they're tolerated or they can right. handle it, right? Yeah. Right. Um, practice new skills, get curious, and then ask for help. That toolkit will build that grounded confidence in themselves so that no matter what's going on externally, the whirling dervishes of the day, yeah. you know, is that they know what grounded confidence looks like, sounds like, feels like in the moment. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure when you're helping them um, and they've got that grounded confidence, whilst they were doing things in the past that for acceptance or that's the way everyone else does it, so I'll be doing that, I'm sure you're finding it that their actual their productivity and what they're actually working towards actually improves the fact they've got grounded confidence rather than 
going with the branch and ducking and bending with the with the breeze just to satisfy everyone else. It takes away a lot of your positive energy. Oh, right. And we only have so many energy units per day. Yeah. That's right. That's right. When one of the tools that I use is to help people identify their zone of genius. That's the one or two set of activities that they that is home for them. Mm. For me, it's executive coaching. Yeah. I, I can do it all day long. When you discover those one or two set of activities, then you have clarity on, well, how much do I time do I spend at work in my zone of genius? Let's say with it for me, discovering executive coaching, I was doing it about 26% of my day. My goal was to get to 32% and then 37%. <laughs> and so it's it's about identifying the set of activities that are uniquely yours. Yeah. They're they're that that inner operating system. That leads to choice because the clarity around that set of activities is. Oh, that's why doing spreadsheets is I struggle with. <laughs> yeah, and I understand that. Then, yeah, well, then you can make intentional choices about what assignments you choose. Is mm. this the right, you know, how do I ask for the right assignments yeah. that align with my unique set of skills? Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. Rather than ask for one where you think it might give you sometimes. More, more credibility or whatever's in your mind. I'll take that. I'll take that. That assignment with the spreadsheet when your skill set's somewhere else. So mm -hmm. you're doing that assignment, not and not really enjoying it, which affects your quality of what you actually deliver. So all those things compound. But if you're doing something you love, now you're saying you want to increase your coaching because mm -hmm. it's not. I'm sure it's not work to you. It's not work to me. It's just. It's just. It's just not work. <laughs> it isn't. So and I did too. Same. It's just yes. like, man, this is fun, right? This is so. It's not work, and and it's that's why you, you know, you, you put the energy, positive energy, because it's not work. It's enjoyment. It's transformational leadership. Yeah. Yeah. It's we need way more uh, leaders that operate from this place of deep content with themselves. Even when they're getting triggered or they're having an emotional reaction or they're seeing, you know, injustice or, you know, getting mm. treated um, unskillfully. That grounded confidence allows people to see more opportunities using mm. curiosity, uh -huh. uh, where it's knowing that, you know, most of us walk into the workplace and we get triggered. Right. Mm, yeah. but, um, and yeah. and how do you deal with those triggers? It's like, oh, my whole family of origin showed up in the workplace. Yeah. Dang it, I thought I'd gotten away from them. And that's right. And just like uh, given the last couple of years with COVID, when you have that inner inner strength and then in the inner calmness, there's a lot going around you, but you're the calm little the bay mm -hmm. in the stormy seas because and that's what people will gravitate to. Because that's what they want in a the leader. They want the calmness. They don't mm -hmm. want to have a volatile leader. So the more you stick with that, that inner mm. awareness of yourself and what you, what's really important to, to you, it radiates out and it radiates the right message. Mm -hmm. It is attractive. People leave 
boss, bad bosses, not companies. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's 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 the people they leave. That's it's not often the brand. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been there necessarily in the first place. But you're right; they leave bad bosses, and it's it uh, yeah, and it takes a lot to keep them. And with the, and if you're keeping them by throwing money at them, they just don't perform as well because mm-hmm. their whole energy is deflected away from the boss because it's bad trying to in, <laughs> trying to abuse themselves while they do enough work just to survive and get the pay. Like you, you want them to be wanting to do this stuff, just like we are. Enjoy what we're doing, man. They can, you can produce so much more if they enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they go home and they're not exhausted as much. They're not yeah. taking it out on their families, the frustration and the all of that baggage. Uh, and uh, we have a whole different uh, world. Yeah, that's right. It makes a massive difference. That's the reason why I got into coaching, because mm-hmm. I could see that the influence where that a not so good leader, a boss, has on people's lives. I mean, it, it just radiates out. It doesn't. It's not just that person. It's how they treat their children, their family, what they do. They try to overcompensate sometimes, and they go on a committee. Whatever it is, it's all this negativity. They're trying to cope with it. So it just affects a lot. But if it's a positive leader, that that radiates out where they're embracing, they're enjoying their family, they're enjoying doing other things because they've got so much energy to burn because they're just producing energy that's positive, not sucking in all the negative energy, so I say. Right. I I can totally understand that. So your iOS, that's why I'm attracted to it. It's the same as my soul inspired. It's the... It's it's that sort of inner self and it, where you operate from is that inner you. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, one of the ways that I help people uh, smoke out those yeah. um, unconscious thoughts and beliefs is, uh, you know, I'll ask them questions about time. What does time okay. mean to them? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, What were you taught about time? And they, when they talk and they say, oh, well, there's not enough of it. Time is money, you know, and all of these mm. like um, beliefs. I say, okay, so if that's true, what is that? How is that impacting the choices that you're making every day? And they'll say, oh, well, I race to work and uh, I'm never present. And I race home and I'm, 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 I'm exhausted and uh, I'm always worried about, did I do enough today? Mm. And am I, am I going to get my bonus? And, mm. and so just that one theme time, yeah. what did you hear about it? How is that impacting you? Yeah. And we've all been affected by the beliefs around time and money, which uh, impacts us every day. And just having a conversation about time and money, what we taught. What does it sound like? What does it look like? Is that still true? Mm-hmm. To get them to question what's driving the bus. Yeah. So now you're taking them down to their inner operating system because they're thinking about the important things now, which then takes them to their to the to their inner being, their heart, their soul, right? And that's then they start it, and you often see their face just change. <laughs> It's like 
like, ah, then you see them relax a bit more, then they start reflecting. And that's when you know you've got the, you, you got them to where they need to be. And, exactly. and where, they need, where they need to be operating from, you just take them there. And the key is to keep them there more often so they keep themselves there quite often. They reflect, continually reflect back to that. It's their, to me, it's their little, op as you said, their operating system. Go back to it, refer to it, gives you the strength right. to keep going. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you think about, you know, your values as your inner as part of your inner operating yeah. system, uh, are you violating your own values? And yeah. when you think about um, as individuals, as leaders, uh, you know, our computer systems have bugs in them and they upgrade to fix the bugs. We're constantly going into our inner operating system and looking for the bugs in terms of limiting thoughts and beliefs. Mm. Uh, so I started off with the, I am what I do, how much I make car I drive. Mm. Those are all um, thoughts and beliefs. So as the bugs are coming up, like, what did you, what do you believe about time? There's not enough. I can't, I, I have to sacrifice mm. my health and well being in order to be successful. Okay. Uh, give me some examples of, you know, uh, other options that you have. Yeah. Is that stirring up the sludge in there and looking mm. at those is that that's where the shifts happen. Yeah. Yes. And then it's trade-offs by design, not default. So they had this awareness. It was unconscious. Now it's conscious. And the clarity is like, oof, I don't think I like that. Okay. Well, now we get to trade off the, the, the choices that you have about how you intentionally spend your time i call it mindful success yeah yep. uh, and it's intentionally choosing the thoughts and beliefs believing that we live in a friendly universe mm -hmm. and that we need never worry again imagine if you never had to worry again how would you operate in the world now you got them thinking. <laughs> it's I get it's impossible. I, uh, yeah. Well, uh, is it? Yeah. Well, how would you act? So, what choices would you make if you weren't worried today? And that's when they go. Oh. Now I got. <laughs> now I got you, Myra. That's it. That's it. Yeah. See, it's those little epiphanies that I. That's that's where you get your value. That's 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 where you get your. To me, that's the uh, medicine and enjoyment when you're coaching people, when they suddenly go, ah, yeah. So mm -hmm. I, had, yeah, I had one today in a different way, but uh, it's just, it, it's it's pleasurable. Because there again, you're just taking them to what's really important. Like this is business, this is business, but couldn't, didn't connect the two between that and what's what's really important to be known as a nice person. For such for simplest example, right? Well, that's separate. That's business. No, well, if you want to make an impact in business, people don't want to work with people that aren't nice. Generally speaking, they prefer mm -hmm. not to. So you're making a lot harder for yourself. <laughs> you know, then, 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 then they connect. They connect. They connect the dots between the two. Ah, now we're now we're getting somewhere. It's that, it's that congruency between heart, head, and heart. Right. So I like there. So, so that's that there again. That's how you get the balance. It's they're telling you how the balance will be. You're just asking the questions. 
Exactly. And yeah. so if somebody says, uh, going back to show me your calendar and I'll tell you what's important to you, if they say, you know, uh, I want to spend time moving my body. That's what I call exercise, yeah. just yeah. moving your body. We literally look at the week and I say, okay, so 10 minutes is enough to move the needle. When are you going to move your body for 10 minutes on Monday? And how about Tuesday? And they time block it in. Mm. And then yeah. at the end of the week, we connect and say, how did it go? What got in the way? How can you plan for obstacles next week? Because it's in that moment that the thoughts come up. Oh, it's selfish. Oh, I've got these other more important things. Hey, hey, then hey. they're minimizing their humanity. Hey. Right? <laughs> right? It's like, okay, uh, we have these things called bodies. Just we we maintain our cars better than we maintain our mm. bodies. Hey. And getting the connection of, of how do you shift that mindset about moving my body actually helps everyone. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's a it's a uh, it's a challenge in changing this this mindset, and it is the discipline of saying, "I'm choosing these activities this week, chunking yeah. it down, yeah, chunk it down. The, the discrete tasks and time, and then doing it, knowing it's uncomfortable, and that credits don't transfer day to day. Mm. Oh, you can't. In other words, yeah. I did it yesterday. I felt great afterwards. I wake up this morning. Ugh, I don't want to exercise. I'm yeah. not going to do it. It's stupid. It's not. I did it yesterday, so that's fine. Credits don't transfer. Or I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. And and the I, discomfort is there the set next day. And even I go, oh well, no, yeah, no, I can skip it. I don't really need to sit and meditate today because. I meditated yesterday. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. And it's and it's funny when they get the when they start using that like and that's often a discussion. Well, put it in the outlook because you live by that damn thing. Put it in there, and then it'll bug you it because you've really got to make a conscious choice to ignore it. Mm -hmm. And the more you keep doing that, the more you'll give into it. Right. But over time, you don't even have to put it in there because you're so used to it now. You feel awkward not doing it. Because mm -hmm. you've got through that uncomfortable thing that you take right. that, ten, te that 10 minutes or whatever you're doing, you're just doing it now because it's now becomes a habit that you feel uncomfortable if you don't do it. That's, that's where you got to, that's the utopia, that's where you're heading. It takes a bit to get there sometimes. <laughs> mm. So look, Moira, thanks for being on the show today. It's it's interesting. I like, as I say, I love that uh, internal operating system. It's uh, to me that's soul inspired. It's that inner you, because that's the stability, the consistency in someone's life. That that's what they can control. They can't control the other. So staying in control doesn't matter what's happening around you. You're okay. It's that little calmness around the turmoil. So look, thanks again for um, being a guest on the show, and thanks to all our listeners for listening in to more Lethbridge today. Thank you so much, Ross. It's an honor and a privilege to have this conversation with it's you. It's always good fun having a chat. Mm -hmm.